G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now, I mean, what a game it was. The Roosters versus the Storm. An incredible game last week. We saw the big fellas going at it. Now, there's been a lot of hoopla about, uh, you know, some play- people thinking that, oh, why is uh, Nelson only getting fined and he hasn't been suspended? And then other people saying, well, hang on a sec. Uh, there were two blokes. One was sent for 10 and the Roosters. That's, that's uh, the great Hargreaves. And mm-hmm. Lindsay Collins was suspended for four weeks. Why are we talking about Nelson when they had actually had people sent for 10 and um, suspended for four weeks? First of all, your, your uh, reaction from that match, Roosters Storm. Oh, it was a great match. Great game of footy. Called that one um, on Channel 9. And, look, it, it was it was built up to be a blockbuster, and, and it was. It was What it was, it was two highly competitive footy sides matched up against each other and, and both vying for – well, the Roosters were, were locking away uh, a spot in the finals, in this year's finals, which they have done. <clears throat> and the Storm, well, they were trying to secure a top four spot. Playing at home, they had a four. They, being their last um, home and away match at Amy Park, they also were. were it was a send off night for um, Jesse and Kenny Bromwich, uh, Felice Kafusi, and, and of course Brandon Smith, who are moving to different clubs next year. So it was a big occasion for the Melbourne Storm at home. Um, and you know, tempers flared up a little bit. You know, there was a couple, couple of little melees and pushes and shoves and a bit of brouhaha. But oh yeah, you know what? That that that's what. That's what makes our game so good. The fans love it. The fans love it. And I know the you know, the the game and the officials are trying to stamp that type of stuff out of out of our sport these days, but I don't know. The, I think the fans actually love seeing a little bit of physicality and, and the and the big boys in particular getting a little bit aggro. I think that's what our sport's about. It's been built on that for over a hundred years. And it's what separates us from, from every other sport. Um, so I didn't mind it. I actually didn't mind it, and it was a good game of footy. I don't think, I don't think the Storm were were any near anywhere near their best. Which, yeah, uh, you, know, you could probably, as a positive, you could say, well, they were nowhere near their best. Yet they hung in there for the whole game and and were sort of they were thereabouts at the end um, against the red hot Roosters side. But the negative is is of course, well, at what point are they going to get going? You know, considering they got a huge match tonight to try and secure a fourth spot, they get another opportunity to do that. Um, and of course, they've lost their halfback. So, what what does that mean for you know their their title hopes this year? Um, so, you know, you can look at it both ways. For the Roosters, you know, they just continued on their winning ways. I had, I did, I'll be honest, I did have question marks over them, um, given the teams that they played throughout that six game winning streak. I think they only beat one top eight side in that six games, um, which was the Cowboys, which and it was during a really tough week for them. Um, but they proved me wrong. They went down to Melbourne and they they attacked the game from the very beginning, and they 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 looked like they had this really narrow focused uh, to go out there and start the game like like it was a final. And for them, it it, it really was because they were playing. For their season, they were playing to be a part of the finals. Um, it was fantastic. Oh, absolutely! How, I mean, how good is it? I personally think that this the top eight quality compared to recent years. I mean, I'd, I'd even go in the last 
four or five years in. Apologies yeah. if I'm, I'm forgetting a really strong year. Mm. But this top eight, I would make the argument that literally anyone in the top eight, and that's including the Raiders, could win the premiership. And I know the Raiders are massive outsiders. Yes. But they've beaten top four sides. They've beaten the Sharkies twice, I think. They've beaten the Cowboys. They've beaten the mm-hmm. Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, back to the Roosters. And that's, that's what's incredible, that it's crazy to think a side as good as that was playing for the top eight in their yeah. second. You know what I mean? Like, they're that good, but they were still <laughs> struggling to, to make the eight. That's how good yep. the quality is in the top eight. Yeah, that's right. And I agree with you, mate. I, I think Raiders, although they've beaten, um, you know, a couple of those top four sides, they are the outsiders of the top eight. Um, and you'd, you'd, you'd even, you'd almost put, the bunnies in them with them as well. But certainly um, compared to at least the last two seasons, I think any team in this top eight at the moment on their day, if, if they went out and just found their best football, if they make the grand final and found their best football, they can beat every other, like the other seven teams. Mm. I, I I completely agree with you, Kempi. Yeah, absolutely. And like, whereas like last year or the year before, you're like, mate, there's no way. Some of no, these, like, you're not even close. That's right, mate. You looked at the top eight going into the finals, you're like, well, well, Penrith, Melbourne, and maybe one other. Like it, last year was the Rabbits. Like they went on that magical run at the end of the year and 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 um and made their way to the to the grand final. But yeah, this year, well, like you talk about Raiders, like they've beaten Sharks and Cowboys. Parramatta, they've beaten both Penrith and the Storm. Roosters, they've knocked off the Storm. It's just, you know, combos all over the place where every side has has played each other once, at least once, um, sometimes twice, and they've all beaten each other at some stage. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's so exciting. But now let's get to the match review committee. So they introduced fines, um, which has, you know, drastically reduced the amount of suspensions by introducing fines. Yeah. Uh, and so there has been a push by some players saying that, you know, it's it's a bit harsh uh, finding some of the players that aren't on as much cash. Mm-hmm. And then there's also been a push from the other side saying that, you know, it's it's actually more a deterrent to miss games than getting fined cash. Do you think that the match review committee has got it right with the fines or do you think that they may need to, I guess, jig it a little bit? Yeah, well, I've, I reckon what they're... What what fans are sort of up in arms about is that like there's multiple discretions from players and they just continue to be fined. I, I think that's what I think that's what the players uh, that's what the fans um, are sort of up in arms about and and sort of a little bit confused. They're saying, well, like how many how many fines can this player have until there's some action taken against him? You know, for the for the the things that he's doing on the field. And and a lot of it's been around, yeah. You know, Big Nelson. Um, I think you can throw Jared Weir Hargreaves in there as well, um, with a bit of their sort of roughhouse tactics that they have. Mm. Um, again, big men, they're enforcers for their respective footy sides. Um, it's it's a difficult one because they're just they're just going by the book. They're going by the rules that the NRL have set out, and they're not particularly their actions that they're performing on the field, they're not particularly in a, in a range of um, picking up a charge and then, and then um, from there getting suspended. They're just in the category of a, of a fine. So maybe, maybe what they need to look at is like, okay, well, if you pick up multiple fines per year, once you get to a certain amount, well, that, that then brings 
um, a suspension. So if it's three fines or four fines, um, when you reach your fifth, uh, that's that's a that's a suspension. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's five. I'm just tossing up a number here. Yeah, it might sure. be three. It yeah. might be three. You might get a fine, a fine, and then the third time, hey, that's a week. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, th- I think that I like the ideas of the fines because, you know, you want to try to keep your superstars on the field. There's no denying that. I actually do. And I, But I also agree with you. If you keep fining someone and they keep doing it, it's like, well, hang on a sec. At, at yeah. what point do we stop and go, this well, bloke is not being deterred at all? Yeah, well, it's like it's a little bit like your driver's license, right? So you, you with your driver's license, you you can be fined, but at the same time you you lose points as well on your license. Um, so when you, when you, when you lose your 12 points that you have, you then, your license then gets suspended. So maybe that's what we look at. Every, every fine that you pick up, you incur, say a two or three point, um, deduction as well. And then if that reaches say 10 points, okay, you've got 10 points. Okay. Well, that's a week. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like your, uh, license to kick as a front rower. It gets taken. It gets I taken. Think, yeah, but that's just that's one offence. <laughs> Front rowers, if they kick a footy and it's no good, that's it. The license is gone forever, and there's no chance of getting it back. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got plenty of text here. Plenty of text here. Uh, dear Goat and Smithy, <laughs> dear Goat and Smithy, when is the Players Association, Clint Newton, the players part of the board, seriously going to come out and state some of these forums elbows to the? Head and hip drops, cannonballs are not in the spirit of the game. It's OHS, workplace health and safety issue. Can they can they then have clubs sanction and fine clubs for repeated infringements and rule breaches? What power do they have? It's as if the it's as if from the outside looking in, they don't care about injuries or how they happen, as it's just part of the game. That's from Dan Smithy. Yeah, well it's up to well Dan, like it's up to individuals really. Like uh, there's there has not been a day in in my playing career where we practiced dropping forearms or elbows to the head. We didn't practice hip drops as much as you know some people in the media like to try and say that it is practiced. Um, cannibal, all this stuff. Okay, so it's it's completely up to the individual that make decisions in 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 the moments in the games when they come in to make tackles. Now, if guys want to try and push the envelope a little bit. And, you know, throw their forearms and, and elbows around to try and make things uncomfortable for the opposition, then that's fine. But they but they run the risk of getting in trouble. And that's that's what we're talking about. It's completely up to the MRC. So if guys wanna wanna run the gauntlet and, and try and play a physical style of football, but they get it wrong, well they suffer the consequences. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.